podcast. Thank you for choosing to listen to our podcast today. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that a noise just happened. I'm pretty sure I'm keeping this. <laughs> oh my God, help me. <laughs> thank you for choosing to listen to our podcast today. I'm Tyler. Hold on. I feel like you were just answering the phone like, thank you for calling Liberty. This is Tyler. I'm pretty sure you need to finish this. <laughs> I'm Jessica. And this is Coenology, a podcast about the study of everyday life. We're really excited to finally be able to share so much with you. And in full transparency, we have absolutely no, no idea what we're no doing, idea. if you can't tell. <laughs> and this is going to set the stage for the journey from this point forward. We plan to share all that God has laid on our hearts with you and all that we've been through together in hopes that through sharing our story, we can become a part of yours. With that being said, not every episode will be the same. And after listening to this, I'm sure you'll be thankful. <laughs> there will be some that tug at your heartstrings and some that we hope to inspire you with. And I'm more than sure that someone somewhere out there will be able to laugh along with us. Our hope is that after each episode, you are able to take something with you to encourage you and uplift you in some way. So now for the fun part. Who are we? (laughs) Yeah, this ought to be fun. Since you have two people who spent most of our lives believing that we had a good understanding of who we were, just to find out that we didn't have a clue. Ultimately, we were created in the image of God, but it's taken us quite a while to figure out exactly what that means. I'm still trying to figure that out. I was just asked the other day to write a bio, and honestly, I just stared at a screen. I had to write it. For days. Like, a bio should not be the hardest thing that you're asked to do. It really is so hard, though, like, to write a bio when you have absolutely no idea who you are. I've found that many of us, we really and truly don't have a clue. In Genesis 1 and 26, God said, let us make man in our image. And if you're not familiar with this story, at this point during creation, God had not created man just yet. So by us, he was referring to the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, the three-in-one concept. That's the image that we're created. We're three-in-one as well. We're mind we're body, and we're soul. And once we realize this, we can start to become more familiar with not only who we are, but who God is. Our wish for everyone listening would be that at some point along this new and exciting journey for us, you would start to find out yourself who you are and realize the image of who you are and who God created you to be. I can say through experience recently that when you figure this out, Life has a whole new meaning and a whole new outlook. So I'm going to go ahead and begin the next segment while Jessica orders dinner. Really? <laughs> oh my so your what in life will always be followed by your why. Why did you just say that on our podcast that I'm ordering dinner? Because <laughs> we hungry. You struggle to provide the why, don't you? Yes, I do. And the reason why I do (laughs) is because when I was younger, I would always ask why. And I was always told because I said so. So I guess, yeah, I've always struggled with the why. So every single person has a what and a why. Meaning that every person on the face of this earth has a purpose. Jessica actually said something the other day and it resonated with me so much. I need y'all to like, for real, note this because I don't have nothing. Sermon number two. (laughs) (laughs) That we have never met one single person on the face of this earth that Jesus did not die for. And that's really good. 
We've all been given a purpose and a why, and most of our life, we try to figure out the why, but it's actually already been figured out for us. It's given to us in scripture. In Proverbs 19 and 21, it says that many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. In Psalms 33 and 11, it says that the plans of the Lord stand firm forever, the purposes of his heart through all generations. Whenever I listen to those two scriptures or I read those two scriptures, I think of so many times where I have a plan myself and I want to make sure that plan goes through and I want to act on that plan. But then I realize that it might not be God's plan. And so ultimately it boils down to those plans don't really work out. And we end up getting ourselves into a place of chaos and we end up getting ourselves into situations in which we feel as though we don't have a purpose or plan or we feel as though we don't know who we are. And we start to walk in depression and we start to walk in anxiety. And that's a really rough place to be in in life. I do know that our purpose is not to wake up every single day and be miserable. Our purpose is actually to spread the gospel. In Matthew 28, 18 through 20, it says, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the ages. Amen. So when you read that scripture there, Proverbs nineteen twenty one, it says that many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. What does that mean for you? Like, how does that make you feel? <laughs> That to me says that no matter what we plan, even if it sounds like a perfect plan to the ear and on paper, that God's plan is going to prevail regardless of the fact. I would agree with that. So now I'm going to catch you off guard. No. <laughs> Don't. Yes, I am. Because um, whenever I think of that scripture there, many are the plans in a person's heart. I think of you because I feel like you have like 55,000 <laughs> plans in your heart. <laughs> Yes, that's correct. So one of those 55,000 plans that you always have, and for those of you who don't know, we're always doing something different. We're always changing what we're doing. And some of you might have an opinion on that, but your opinions don't pay our bills. So I just thought <laughs> I'd throw that in there. That is rude. <laughs> um, and so with those 55,000 plans, one of them was actually this podcast. Yes. So I was sitting in, in our class one day, at the church that we were attending and we've had a lot that has happened in the past five years or so, basically since we've gotten married and life has thrown us many, many curveballs and has changed the outlook on life as well as what we're supposed to be doing ministry wise and, and just everything. So I'm sitting in class and I'm listening to you and God just spoke to me really boldly that we're bigger than the four walls that we're sitting in. And at that point in time, it wasn't anything that I knew really what he was talking about, but podcast came to mind. And you alone have more testimonies than like anybody that I've ever known of. Oh, that's sweet. Um, so just you alone are bigger than the four walls. I'm just blessed to be part of that. <laughs> so 
the podcast is not about lifting each other up as far as me and you. It is about lifting others up and just letting people know that no matter what, you can make it. You can do it. So one thing that really stands out to me with what you just said um, is being within the four walls of where you are. That's something that you and I have talked about a lot here recently, but it's something that's really laid heavy on my heart. Um, in reference to the scripture, Matthew 28, 18 through 20, we're supposed to go into the world and you and I love to go. No, okay. I like to go. <laughs> we just, go all the time. Um, but that really means something whenever you think about it in terms of what are you doing in your everyday life? Have you become comfortable in ministry or have you become comfortable in doing the mundane process of life? We're supposed to go into the world preach, teach, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. First of all, who you baptize here lately. Um, teaching them <laughs> to observe all things that he's commanded us to do. We cannot do that if we're just teaching the same people over and over and over again and not actually going and making new disciples, teaching new individuals about all that he's commanded us to do. Um, part of being the church, I believe nowadays, is stepping outside of those four walls, like you said, and being able to reach people that we wouldn't normally be able to reach. That's one thing that the global pandemic, you know, we had to throw COVID in here, is <laughs> is uh, allowed us to be able to do is to reach people beyond the four walls. That was one of my favorite things about, you know, teaching and still is teaching the gospel, being able to do so through Zoom and being able to listen to other people's podcasts and other churches, being able to post their services online. I really enjoy getting information from listening to other preachers and to other ministers, listening to other podcasts and allowing it to pour into my life. That's kind of our purpose here is to be just one more additional resource for you um, to be able to use and and rely on for spiritual uplifting, to be able to get encouragement out of what we've been through for your own life in hopes that you can take one more day and give him thanks for the day that he's allowed you to have um, and not feel like that you want to give up, but to just keep going, keep pressing in, being a better version of you and understanding that that better version of you is not going to come overnight. It's not going to be something that happens instantaneous, but it's a constant work in progress. And our hope is to be able to be a part of that journey with you. Something that we say here, we hope that you can take with you and use it for motivation and encouragement. So on this day, five years ago, what were you doing? Checking out the Iron Bar Motel for the first time. And I do still prefer the Four Seasons. Oh my God. I'm dead. <laughs> we chose this day because five years ago, on this particular day, our lives were changed forever. We'll talk more about this as we ventured through this podcast. But to make a five-year story a very long and detailed story very short, um, I was falsely accused and arrested for something that I did not do. I was thrown in jail and I had to spend the next five years, not in jail, Lord Jesus, I'd be dead, but I had to spend the next five years basically fighting for my life, fighting for our life. But I realized that I wasn't the one fighting. Um, it was during this time that I was able to figure out who I was, who we were as a couple, 
and most importantly, who God is and what he means to us in our life. So just to personalize that a little bit, the number three, because this is March, (laughs) is one of the most important numbers throughout the Bible. It's a number of harmony, of God's presence and completeness. We get the Trinity from the number three. The number three can be translated as the symbol of God's power. The number 19 contains a one and a nine. This is meaning of the first and the last. It can be symbolic of alpha and omega. But for a personal level, um, I'm an Enneagram one, and we're going to talk about this you know, later on in our podcast seasons, but I'm an Enneagram one. And I'm a nine. Jessica's an <laughs> Enneagram nine. And so those that one and nine going together is really powerful. And then the number 23 symbolizes that God is with us. There's so many scriptures throughout the Bible that use the number 23 that indicates that he is with us. And that's definitely something that we have learned over the last five years is that he has been with us. He's never forsaken us. He's never left us whatsoever. Um, There have been times where I definitely felt like he had left us and I felt like he was nowhere to be found but he had not. In fact, that was the moments in which he was the closest. So it's little things like this, like March 19th and taking the numbers, the three and the 19. It just shows you that truly what the enemy meant to kill us and harm us, God has truly turned it around. And it's been one of the biggest blessings in our life. That might sound really crazy to you as the listener. For two people to sit and record a podcast about how five years of complete hell could result in something that we feel so positive about. But I can definitely tell you that it has been one of the most life-changing things in so many great areas. Um, It was definitely difficult. I am not jail material. (laughs) <laughs> for those of you that don't know me personally it was uh, like mr rogers was in jail so yeah jessica describes it as mr rogers went to jail <laughs> but it it truly opened up so many doors so many opportunities beyond just what we were able to talk about afterwards or going through the process um with individuals around us It's also opened up doors and opportunities for us to be uh, better as individuals, for us to have a deeper relationship with God, for us to see him in everything, except instead of just seeing him on Sunday morning or Wednesday night church, we were able to actually see him through every single thing throughout the last five years. And it's part of the reason we wanted to be able to do this. Um, It's definitely that turning point for us where we decided that we no longer could miss out on an opportunity to share what God has done for us. I would like to add in here that with this being the very first episode and it kind of tells you who we are while we've started and just a little bit of what God's done. What we went through was really a spiritual battle. It started out as Uh, And you'll hear us talk a little bit here and there, but um, it it definitely was a spiritual battle. And I feel like that's important for you to know as the listener, because there's a lot of what you go through in your everyday life that's also a spiritual battle. We laugh about it as a couple, but during this process, um, there was a time in, in which we would have moments in our marriage where we didn't sound very married, y'all. 
And so um, we would make these jokes. Uh, we Well, we make these jokes now, but they were not jokes then. Um, and we would say, it's not about the dishes. And you'll understand later on what that means. And we'll actually have a podcast episode called It's Not About the Dishes. But that basically what that means is the the thing in which you're dealing with at face value is actually a spiritual situation. And it's not going to be able to be handled at face value. Washing the dishes in our house was not going to fix the problem. It was not going to be the thing in which solved all of the issues for that day. Because at the root of the issue was something greater than just the dishes being dirty in the sink. It was a spiritual battle that we were fighting and it required spiritual healing in order for us to be able to fight that battle and allow God to fight that battle for us. See, it was through this process of being completely turned upside down and inside out, going through something that we never thought in a million years we would go through, that actually made us become more aware of who we were as individuals. And it was through this process that we were able to become more aware of who God was and what he meant to us in our lives. And I feel like that I want to encourage someone listening to this, that whatever you're going through in the moment, just understand that it's being used for the greater good. Um, My favorite scripture now and will continue to be my favorite scripture throughout the rest of my life is going to be Romans 8.28. Because I believe truly that all things do work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. I have absolutely no problem whatsoever telling my testimony now. Whereas before, I going through the process in the last five years, there were moments where I thought I'll never be able to leave my house again. I'll never be able to stand in front of anyone and talk to anybody because of the situation that I went through. And we're definitely going to talk more detail about that as we go through the seasons and the episodes of this podcast. But it brought me to a place where I had to lose myself in order to find myself. We had to lose who we thought we were as a couple and completely find out who we were in God. We had to lean completely in on him. And so when you look at it like that, it definitely is a spiritual battle. And that brings us to the why of this podcast. The why of this podcast is to help you to be able to fight spiritual battles, to be able to know that you can make it through the situation that you're going through, that you have a couple here who have walked together through such a significant and very impactful spiritual battle um, in our own life. And we want nothing more than for you to be able to make it through yours. And so we're looking forward to uh, being able to share with you all that we've walked through. We're looking forward to being able to hear of all of your spiritual battles as listeners and how God has showed up and showed out in so many different ways in your own life. But we're also here to celebrate everyday life with you. So Coenology being the study of everyday life is not just going to be about ministry. It's not just going to be about spiritual battles or the story that we've walked through as a couple. It's going to entail everything. I'm sure there's going to be some times that he's going to want to tell you about 
when I burn the tea, like I can't cook and the water's going to be boiled out before I go in there and check it. Girl, you get into a whole spiritual <laughs> battle. <laughs> so yeah, we want to be able to share those things with you. Just, just being open books and real and letting you know that even though we're in ministry, even though we serve a living God who is above and beyond more than we can comprehend. Jessica still burns the tea. Mm. And I still have <laughs> moments where I would like the dishes to be done. And so our goal is to be able to be that real with you, to be able to share life as individuals and to take off the mask for you to hear what it's like to live each and every day as best as we can as Christians, as believers, as a husband, as a wife, as mother, as father, every single role that we hold true to our heart, to be able to share with you the successes and the failures of that is something that we're really looking forward to. Thank you for listening today. We hope that you will continue to join us week after week. Did you just slam your phone down? <laughs> Stop. Try again. Reach out to us to share your stories. Our email is coenology at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, wouldn't we? Absolutely. Follow and like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our website. Um, note to self, I just learned that we had a website. Coenology.podbean.com. And most importantly, share this with your friends. And we look forward to seeing you guys next week. <laughs>